Thanks, man. Appreciate you coming up to help me. Um, yeah, so a picture of a jazz bar. Uh, and I thought that's interesting. Um, and as I asked God about it, he just said, you've got an ability to, to connect with people that a lot of people have been walking the Christian walk not, don't necessarily have. Um, and, uh, and you're not afraid to go to places that other people would kind of like, oh, I don't want to go there. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that, that's upon your life. And so don't be afraid to walk into those places that, uh, that some people might go, what's he doing? Uh, because you've got a good heart. You've got a good heart. You see people. You see beyond what they're caught in, what they're trapped in. And uh, not saying that if you go to a jazz bar, you're a, you know, an evil person. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you, you're able to see beyond what people are stuck in and see who they are, um, and in particular guys. Uh, so I just wanted to remind you, I guess, of that. Yeah, cool. All righty, shall we do a bit of a recap? Uh, something, something good that people have got out of the past two sessions, something that's been rolling around in your mind today, something you went home and couldn't get off your off your mind last night something you're talking about in the car on the way home <laughs> anything I'll yes wow good yeah good good yeah. awesome keep it up keep it up that's <laughs> awesome cool uh, anybody else Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't muck around. He's just like, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Um, yeah, I'll come, come to you in a second. Um, one of the things that um, Ruth, uh, well, analogy that Ruth gives is of, you know, that stray dog that comes onto your property. Um, do you want to just share that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to remember it. <laughs> well, no, if a dog comes onto your property and it's not your dog and you don't want it there, you don't just go, oh, go away. You know, you're like, get off, go home. You are not welcome here. You know, like you are telling what to do. You don't want it peeing on your property and messing up your garden and digging holes. Um, yeah. Yeah, the pack animals. And so, yeah. you know, they understand, get out. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing that when when one of one of these wee minions come around. Um, I I, uh, I wonder if in deliverance ministry, this is just a a, a, a thought, um, and um, it's not. I haven't come to any conclusion. It's just something I'm kind of revisiting and thinking about. I sometimes wonder if in deliverance ministry in Christian circles we've spent a little bit too much time on deliverance ministry when it's actually, when I look at the way Jesus operated, it was go. This is, this is the man at the Gadarenes. Chains could not contain him. That's how, how possessed he was. And, uh, and he, Jesus just goes, go. And it's dealt with. So, uh, yeah, I'm all for that. <laughs> I'm all for dealing with... Uh, Dealing with demons quickly. Yeah. 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 And the, cool. pitch, the other picture I have for that is a room that's dark. When you turn on the light switch, the darkness doesn't, can't negotiate. 
like it has to go. There's nothing to it. The light, the light is superior. Yeah. Yeah. I, did I see a hand coming away? Yeah. Wow. Mm, yeah. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. <coughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 They've been brought and paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. 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 It's such good. a good analogy, and I love that, you know, from that's come out of Bethel, that whole thing about Jesus getting his full reward, that the more we live in, the more reward he gets for it as well. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's good. Cool. Anybody else? One more, maybe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> The treasure has always been there. Yeah. yeah. That conceived in the mind of Christ has always been there. Yeah. 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 Cool. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that story. I'm going to pinch it and use it. <laughs> <laughs> That's mainly why we get feedback and go, you know. <laughs> oh, no, it's awesome. Yeah. All right, very good. Well, let's just recap. Um, on the, the first session, we absolutely emphasized identity and the importance of being aware of our identity. And that's a journey that we are all on. I'm still coming to grips with the fullness of my identity. Um, it, it seems to be before I, um, before I teach this session each time, there seems to be a vehicle incident for me. And today I just, you know, I just got a little bit annoyed with another vehicle. Um, and uh, and they, I was, it was, I was clearly the one that was supposed to be in front, <laughs> clearly, yeah. You know, but they were determined that they were going to be in front. I was like, no, I, no, no. <laughs> There's a lot of traffic comes into Rangara at sort of five o'clock in the afternoon, um, and uh, and and I held my ground. I held my ground. <laughs> I was in my sister's car, so they couldn't trace me. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, I'm not used to people arguing with me on the road. I'm normally the bigger vehicle. <laughs> and then, you know, I just sort of drive down the street and I was like, yeah, that wasn't, that, that wasn't very royal, was it? <laughs> I don't know, it's a, it's a similar, similar sort of thing I talked about last time I did this with the young adults up in Whangarei. It's like, you know, and I was just reminded again of, of who I am. 
who I am. I, you know, I'm seated in heavenly places. You know, it's nothing for me to actually just allow someone to go first, you know. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so Jesus and I had a wee story about it, and I, yeah, I had a wee chat. I was like, Jesus, you know, it's my competitive nature. It's what allows me to do things. And he's like, well, you can still be competitive and accommodating to other people. I was like, yes, okay. That's good. <laughs> but again, he was just reminding me of my identity, reminding me of... Uh, convicting me of my righteousness. Yeah. You know, he, he wasn't going, you low life. <laughs> you know, he's just like, uh, Chris, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> That's right, yeah. Yep, Dad, I am. I am a child of the most high God. Uh, I am one who uh, is seated in heavenly places. I was conceived in his mind. I am incredibly valuable, incredibly valuable. Uh, just like every single one of you in this room is, is incredibly, incredibly valuable. Mm. And we get to be about the Father's business of uh, that ministry of reconciliation, of revealing to other people who they are um, as well. And so it's really important that we understand it and we live in that, and we seek to live in that. <laughs> uh, because that's the place where we really have something to offer to other, other people. Yeah. You know, while we're understanding it, you know, <laughs> we have a measure, but I, 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 I want to be able to really reveal to people who, who they are. And I don't think I did that to someone today in the other car. <laughs> anyway, moving along. Uh, enough telling on myself. Um, and so, yeah, we looked at identity, and then last night um, we... Re well, you tell me. What, what were the key points for last night? We started with looking at the word saved, being sozo, being made whole, deliver, protect. So there's so much that... We are taking to a hurt and broken world. Yep. And then we looked at our our authority. Uh, yep. Whose is the earth? God's. What is our what is our job? What is our authority? Dominion. Yep. Subdue, reign, take dominion. Uh, and what is the earth groaning for? What's it looking for? The sons and daughters of God to be made manifest. Manifest to be revealed. Um, and again, you know, the best way to read the Bible was to think of it in terms of the people that was written for in that time and day. You know, we have to strip off the futuristic aspect of it 2,000 years later, where for 2,000 years people have been grasping a hold of who they are, grasping a hold that creation is looking for them to liberate it, and they have been doing that. Um, and for that time and that season that they were here on earth, and now is our time and now is our season uh, to be a part of liberating the captives and liberating the planet, um, I believe, as well. I mean, you know, I, I, when, when Jesus comes back, if it's in my lifetime, um, and Jesus just saying, I, I just don't think there's ever been a better time than now. Uh, if he comes back... I wanna, I wanna actually show off something. You know, when I, when you ever picked your kid up from school or picked your kid up from kindergarten, and they can't wait to run out and show you what they have done. 
That's what I want it to be like if it's Jesus to come back in my lifetime. I want to be able to go, look, look, this is what we've seen. Um, and, uh, and, if I, and if I go and I meet him uh, in heaven first, then I do want to walk in there and, uh, and for him to look and say, well done, good and faithful servant. Mm. Uh, I really do. So that's what it's about, eh? That's what our authority is for. Um, yeah, so, and then we looked at exercising our authority, and one of the primary ways that we can exercise our authority over the enemy is to speak, use our words, yep, yep, absolutely, um, and, uh, and deal with the demons, deal with the spirit of poverty, deal with the sickness, whatever it may be, and, and speak to it. Uh, did anyone, anyone go away home last night and look at Matthew chapter 8? Good, good. Um, I, I really encourage you over the next week. I mean, look, guys, you've, you've given up two nights. Plus, you had to listen to me yesterday morning as well. So, you, you guys are highly invested now, okay? <laughs> if, you, if you really want, there's two things that I reckon you can do um, that are very practical that are going to reinforce what we have, what, what you've invested, really. Um, we all want to return on investment, eh? Yeah. One is go and read Matthew chapter 8. Read it through a few times. Um, the other one is at the end of tonight, we're going to give out all the message notes um, and go through them several times over the next couple of weeks. Maybe just even make that a goal. Put it in your uh, smartphone so it reminds you every you know, hour. Have you gone through the notes? Yeah. Here, I'll do it for you. Hey, Siri, <laughs> remind everyone to read their notes here. <laughs> Did I get anyone Siri going? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know what that says about your voice or my voice, Lynn. <laughs> yeah, she never talks to you. <laughs> um, yeah, go back through them uh, because our memories, you know, things drop off rapidly. But if we keep re refreshing it, well, then we're going to retain more. And um, yeah, and I want you guys to really get something out of this. So, there yeah. we go. And the more you put it into practice, the more it becomes part of life. Exactly. As well. Yep. Yeah. Um, how many people here believe that it's really important to develop a child's imagination? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we do, don't we? It's just one of those things that we just, you know, you say, is it important to develop a child's imagination? And everyone goes, yeah. Yep, absolutely. What are some of the things that, for those of you who are parents, what are some of the things that you have done practically to help develop the imagination of your child? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, make stories and create them. And the cool thing with making stories and creating them is that you're not giving them all of the information. They have to picture the story that's taking place, don't they? Yeah, cool, awesome. Yep, what else? Other things that you've done, practically just to help develop your child's imagination. Recount superhero stuff, yeah. Yep, yep, awesome, cool. Yep, dress-ups. Yeah, they're a great way of developing imagination. Yep. What's that? Decorating a cake. Yeah, bringing it out. Yep. Dance parties. Dance parties. Yes. 
Yep, good fun. I come up with some very creative and imaginative moves in dance parties. <laughs> yep. Allowing, um, allowing a child to be born. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that, eh? Um, some of you will know uh, Josh Worthington, um, who, you know, the, the Worthingtons are now down in Wanaka. Um, and I asked this question at the course down there, and he, he said, lock them outside with nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so for those of you who know Josh, you can you can see Josh saying that. Yeah. Enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Allow allow them. You know, don't fill in all the gaps for them. Don't give them the device. Don't necessarily even give them the Lego bricks. Um, just allow them to have to fill in the space. Yeah, yeah Lego without instructions. Yep. Yeah, that's another great way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, the, the the toys, the stimulus, or even sometimes the lack of the stimulus that we give is all really important with uh, developing a child's imagination. And it's really interesting that we know the importance of a child's imagination being developed, but I wonder, do we put actually the emphasis on our imagination as someone gets older? Do we still put a value on it? Uh, or do we label someone that's always off, you know, they're a bit of a daydreamer? Um, but, you know, you know, coming back, <laughs> coming back, do we, do you value your imagination? And actually, are you aware of what your imagination is doing on a day-by-day, minute-by-minute basis? Uh, are we actually harnessing our imagination? You know, in society, we, we have, it, it, I think there's some things changing. But, I would say through my schooling years, it was very much in and out information. Uh, there was a lot of regurgitating. There was a lot of emphasis on uh, the nuts and bolts. Uh, and it's interesting when you look at the great advancements that have been made in society in the past uh, several decades. Well, probably you can go a bit long, uh, back a long way beyond that. You know, I think of um, Elon Musk, and incredible, he's got an incredible brain, but he, mu he must have an incredible imagination. The things that he is seeking to achieve. I mean, like I watched him, uh, watched a documentary. I've watched a few documentaries on him lately because I'm just trying to figure them out. Um, but I was watching his documentary on um, putting a station on Mars and then having a bus system, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, that's imagination, isn't it? That's really tapping in, and, and he's thinking through how that could be. Now, I don't know if that's a good thing or not to do, um, but certainly, you know, the advancements that we see in society, there's a lot of imagination that is involved. Um, and... Have we, or do we, actually credit, yet again, the incredible design of God in giving us an imagination? It's a tool that he has, it's a part of us that he has knitted into us. Have you, have you ever thought of that? Have you ever thought of your imagination as being an incredible gift and tool from God. Now, I would say, who, who would say our imagination can be used for both evil and for good? Yeah. Again, it's a bit like money, isn't it? 
It's amoral. Money can be used for incredible good, but it can also be used for incredible evil. Um, and so money is something that we have to learn to control, to take authority over, to maintain. Uh, and I want to suggest to you too that our imagination is another thing, it's a gift that we've been given that is amoral, and we have the great responsibility of taming our imagination. Um, yeah. You look like you're going to say something. I was just going to, typically your imagination is going to be used with fear or it's going to be used with faith. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's what we really want to bring out to, tonight and just get us thinking about how is our imagination working for us and how can we actually be really intentional about taking it along the faith line rather than allowing it. It seems to drift down the fear line. Um, but actually being intentional of taking it down the faith line. Cool. We've, um, we've talked a lot about, well, I know as a, uh, at Thrive, um, certainly something that's been talked about in Thrive for probably you know, three or four decades now, um, is the incredible importance of renewing our mind. Um, so what are we thinking? Well, that, you know, that's a part of our imagination too. Our mind is, is what is our imagination doing? Uh, are we renewing not just our thinking, but actually what our imagination is doing and where it's taking us um, as well? So, uh, yeah. So, anyway, we talked in um, last week, uh, sorry, last week, uh, last night uh, about the power of our words, how powerful our words are. Um, if we just pop up this first scripture here, we're going to look at Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Really interesting scripture again. When, you know, I've been going after this, this perception of dirty, rotten sinners saved by grace. Um, isn't it really interesting that before the world, God loved us, chose us, in Christ, to be holy and without fault. Now, again, an incredible transaction takes place when we accept Christ, is that then the Father looks at us and sees the finished work of Jesus. He sees us without fault. That, that's incredible. And you go, yeah, yeah but I, I, I stuff up. Yep. When, when you really delve down into this, that washing of the blood denotes, in the Bible we can see it, it denotes, it, it, you have to step back into um, the, the Greek to, to really find it, but it denotes a continual washing action. So it's a saved at a point, but it's also a process of being saved as well. But the Holy Spirit is constantly advocating on our behalf, or Jesus' blood is constantly advocating on our behalf so that the Father looks at us and sees us without fault. It's, it, it's too good to be true. The gospel is too good to be true. And that, you know, again, like I used that example tonight for me where I was, I was operating below my royal identity. Uh, there's no question about that. Um, but still the Father was looking upon me and seeing me as one of his sons and daughters. 
He wasn't writing me off and going, well, you know, you're going to have to sort that back before you can get back up here. No, he's going, I'm washing you. I'm washing you out of a relationship. Let's have a wee chat about that. You know, when my kids stuff up, I don't go, well, you know, out the door, out the door and down the street. Uh, I'm like, no, you're still part of the royal family. <laughs> you're still part of our family. We might have to have a wee conversation about this, but you're not separated from me. Uh, it, it's amazing um, what uh, what Jesus did for us there. Yeah. I think a key word there is that he keeps us in that qualified position as well, because often we can feel disqualified. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I think I'm, I really go after this one for people because I think for a lot of my life when I stuffed up, I disqualified myself, whereas actually God wasn't disqualifying me. He was just going, Chris, you saw my son... You know, don't pull out of what you're doing. You know, you're still my son. You don't disqualify yourself. You're still qualified in, in my eyes. Let's have a chat about that, but yeah, you're still qualified. Is that cool? Yeah, awesome. Um, but what I'm wanting to get at, I want to get a little bit behind this. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ. We talked last night about how the world was brought into being by God speaking, but before he spoke, he saw it. He imagined it. Before a Ruth was on the earth, he'd already seen her before the earth was even formed. So... Last night we were talking about speaking it out. Before we speak it out, we first want to see it in order that we can speak what it should be. And this is uh, something that we have found to be incredibly powerful, especially in praying for people for healing, is first seeing it and then releasing it. How many people can testify that when they've gone to pray for somebody that their mind has gone down a track of all the times that they did not see somebody healed. Or maybe even your own body. You're just going, I'm praying for this person, you know, for healing in their arm when right now my back is really sore. <laughs> yeah, our, our mind or even our imagination will latch on to those times where we haven't. Um, and so over the years, I have... Um, well, we have been really conscious about filling our mind with the testimonies uh, and seeing something. So not necessarily drawing on seeing having an arm healed previously, but if I'm praying for an arm, I am, I am visually seeing that arm being healed. It's like, for me it, now, it's almost like a, um, an x-ray vision where I, where I can almost, you know, I'm, I'm picturing the tendons and the ligaments all just adjusting and coming back uh, into alignment. Um, I, like, I, I know God wants to heal them. All that came to Jesus were healed. So I'm allowing the Holy Spirit to write on my mind and my imagination. But it's taken, for me, it's been quite a journey of, of really latching onto that so that my mind now, the old limbic system, goes there rather than down the other path. Um, and I should, certainly wouldn't profess uh, to the other path not showing up more than I would like it still. Uh, and I know there was a recent occasion where I was praying for someone who had a sore back 
and I was playing a muscle just thinking, oh God, what's happening? And I just had this picture of all the vertebrae just cracking back into place because they'd been damaged. And so I said this to the guy, I said, oh, I, just, I can just hear all your vertebrae cracking into place. He said, yeah, that's what I feel is happening right now as well. So it's quite cool when you can partner with Holy Spirit like that, you know, see what, what are you doing? Yeah. And then speak that out. And, yeah. I, I, again, the emphasis we were speaking about on tongues last night, I've noticed that when I'm looking for the solution of a problem, uh, and I go for a walk and I just start to speak in tongues, is it, it, it kind of like tricks my brain. My brain's like trying to work stuff, work that out. And it's almost like it clears the, the um, I like to think sometimes of our imagination as a canvas or a whiteboard even. Uh, and, and it kind of clears that whiteboard and I, and I start, the Holy Spirit starts to write things on yeah. there and I start to get these thoughts and I start to see these things, especially for business. Um, if I'm, you know, yeah, and I start to get these things, and I'm like, oh, wow, cool. Um, <laughs> so yeah, again, it's harnessing our imagination. So anyway, let's talk. A, let's talk a little bit more about our uh, imagination. Let's talk a little bit about it being. Um, I want to say apolitical, but what's the term? Moral. Amoral. Thank you. <laughs> yes. It's certainly not apolitical. I don't think. No, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, what put, it's what we put into it as well. Yeah. <laughs> So our imagination has the ability to take in raw data and picture it. Mm. And you think of the implications on this incredible gift we have where we live in a society that is so busy. There is so much noise in society. In fact, Glenn and uh, Deb, um, we were just talking about it today and how they had silenced some Facebook groups because there was just, you know, there was just so much conversation. Um, and and your, your, your brain is constantly sifting information. There's billboards everywhere, and then we have these uh, incredible devices, again, amoral devices that are in our pocket, but they, I don't know, they just seem to suck you in, don't you? And, you know, before you know it, you've sat there for an hour and a half looking at reels, and you're just like going, well, what did that achieve for me? You know? <laughs> it's easy. It's easy. Um, <laughs> and then our, our imagination works with the data that we give it. So if our imagination is constantly being fed a Facebook thread and an Instagram thread and New Zealand Herald and Stuff NZ and One News, then it's not necessarily going to pump out the stuff we want when we're looking to focus on Christ. It depends where you're going with it. <laughs> and there's some great content on Facebook and there's some great content on Instagram and there's utter rubbish on New Zealand Herald. No, <laughs> 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 that was a very naughty moment from Chris. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. If, there is, if there's someone in this place right now that wants to get into journalism, we uh, pray for them, we anoint them, we say, Lord... May they come and bring light into a dark place. Um, you know, this is what this is what God uh, said about our imagination. Um, with the well, firstly, God saw the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of the heart was only evil. So there was a people who had just given their mind over to depravity. And God just went, I, 
such is the imagination of these people that I have to start again. I have to, we, I've, I've got to put them in that corner over there. Now, obviously, it's the Old Testament, but such was the imagination. They'd allowed uh, New Zealand Herald just to fill their mind. <laughs> The Tower of Babel, it says, nothing will be impossible for which they have imagined to do. That's what it says in the King, um, King James version of the, the Bible. Um, which shows how powerful their imagination was. Incredibly powerful. And especially when they were unified because they were all together and all working on this thing that they'd imagined. Um. Forget the New Zealand Herald thing, okay? Let's just we'll move on from that. I'm being naughty there. I'm being naughty. There is some, there is some good journalism going on. And there is. There is. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, I just feel the Holy Spirit saying, Chris, behave. Yeah, so. Remember who you are, Chris. Thank you. If I say dog... We weren't playing that game, but <laughs> I appreciate the interaction. <laughs> Deb, tell me about your dog. Um, Moe is a greyhound. She's black. She's very quiet and very leggy. Leggy. Very leggy. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Who else, when I said dog, wants to tell me what their dog looked like? Cute. Okay. Yeah. Yep. But naughty. Okay. So when, when I said dog, did you see your dog? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So somebody else. Somebody else who doesn't have a dog, what did you see? <laughs> you know, sometimes our imagination can play tricks on us as well. Okay. If I say dog with big, big teeth. Okay, someone over this side. What did you see? Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's quite yeah, quite big. And you saw a saber toothed tiger, didn't you? Yeah, I know where it's <laughs> <laughs> What about someone over this side? What did what did you say when I said dog? You saw a wolf, yeah, yeah, interesting. Often people will say they saw a wolf when I say big fierce teeth. Yep. Okay. Okay, right now. Here's, look, I want you to be very disciplined, very disciplined, okay? I do not want you to think of a pink elephant, okay? <laughs> Nobody in this room think of a pink elephant. <laughs> what about Elmo? Okay, come now, I, now I have confessed tonight. I have, I have confessed and been honest before you all tonight. How many people saw a pink elephant? <laughs> very good. <laughs> See, our imagination, it just wants to go somewhere. Uh, it just wants to take us there. And it's, it's drawing on the information that we have seen in our lifetime in order to form that, um, that picture for us. So if our imagination is so incredibly powerful to the point that God goes, I have to separate the globe and give them different languages... If our imagination is so powerful that when someone tells you not to think of a pink elephant, a pink elephant still comes to your mind. If our imagination is so powerful that when 
I say the word dog, people see a dog, and then I say a fierce dog, and you know, pretty much everyone in the room sees a fierce dog. Doesn't it make sense for us to ensure what we're feeding our imagination is going to be really helpful fulfilling the Great Commission? Um, and taming it and using it uh, because it's constantly working. Yeah. It is constantly, constantly working. And you know, we've spoken a little bit of the imagination and the negative with the scriptures there, but really what got me thinking about the power of our imagination, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it was right back um, uh, when I was pastor here, I, I think I even did a couple of messages on the power of our imagination then, the scripture that really kicked this off for me was Philippians 4 verse 8. And if we just pop that one up. Yeah. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Fill your mind with those things that are pure and are uh, holy and are good. You looked like you were going to say something. Well, I can do. Um, I think, too, an important part of the imagination is it can be fed by our emotions as well. And so if things are starting to make you feel fearful, then you're going to start going down the, down the track of what if this happens and what if this happens and then this will happen, and you know. Yeah. So it's actually important to guard your emotions as well, that whole guard your heart, because out of it flow the wellspring of life. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yep. Now, what does this start to sound a little bit like, you know, using our imagination for the kingdom of God? Well, what is faith? Mm. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, but not yet seen. Mm. Faith is a substance. It's, it's something that we can see, but is not yet visibly mm. seen. Think on what is good, what is noble. Like how many people are seeing the fullness of what they want to see in Christ right now? Are you, see, are you, are you in reality seeing that? Anybody? <laughs> how many still want to see these incredible things take place on this planet Earth? How many people want to lay hands on the sick and see them recover? How many people want to be living in prosperity in all things? Mind, body, soul, spirit, emotions, finances, healing, relationships. Yeah. Yeah, and yet and then it, you know the Bible tells us that faith is a substance of that that we hope for. You know, we hold that in our imagination. We allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to us what is possible. And, and if we're feeding it, if we're feeding it with this book, uh, rather than a constant stream of reels and Instagram and Facebook and the news websites and those sorts of things, well, well are we going to get a better result out of it? Yeah. I don't know, man. Look, Ruth and I probably this year just went, okay, we're, we're going after some stuff. There was a fresh resolve in us. We're going after signs, wonders, miracles, healings in particular, like we have never gone before. Um, and, uh, and we were pushing into things in terms of prospering in all things. Uh, and such was what we were pushing against 
that I could not afford to go a day without immersing myself not only in this book, but also the accounts of those who had gone before me or those who had taken a hold of something that I wanted to take a hold of. You know, I just, I, I was devouring books. I, I was spending plenty of time um, with this incredible book here, just allowing it to fill my imagination. Because as, as we started to go after some stuff and say, we want that to be our territory, you know, there, there was a whole bunch of other stuff that we were, we were wrestling with. Um, but simply, simply too, this was showing us what was available and what we could go after. And we were allowing the Holy Spirit to write on our imagination. And we were seeing, we were seeing heaps of people coming along and doing the Royal Identity course. You, you are a part of something that God put on our heart. And we saw in our imagination... And we set a target of how many people we'd like to see go through uh, this course this, uh, this year. Um, so, yeah, if, we're, if our imagination is so powerful, I just encourage you again, be mindful of what you're feeding it. Be mindful of what you're feeding it. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, whatever is good, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think. Think about it. Create time in your space. Uh, Create time in your day. Create space in your day to allow the Holy Spirit and to be conscious of what your thoughts are and what your mind is, is, is saying. And are you harnessing that imagination? And are you, have you got a substance in there? Is there a substance of faith um, sitting in there? Interesting, when Jesus feeds the 5,000, he gets these loaves and fishes, and he actually looks up in the account. It says that Jesus looked up to heaven. And then they distributed it. You know, I, I sometimes think, what, what was Jesus looking at? Was he was he looking at the Father, or was he just simply saying, God, I need to see this feeding a multitude? Um, he saw it first. He saw it first when God formed the heavens and the earth. Before he did that, before he spoke, he saw it. He saw it. Um, for as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. We replicate. We release what is in our heart to people. He will keep him in perfect peace. He whose mind is stayed on thee, is fixed on thee. Set your mind on those things that are above, not on what is below. Um, Yeah. And the thing with that too is it's really easy to do that when things are going well. But it's in those situations where there's uncertainty, you're not sure how something's going to turn out, and those emotions are there trying to, like, rock your boat. And so it's during those times to, you know, to come before God and say, God, this is what's happening, but you say you're making a way through this. You know, and use, it, use those opportunities as time to be declaring his truth and just, and just stay in that childlike place of faith of, I don't know how it's going to look, but you've said this, so I trust you and I'll keep walking. And don't let those emotions of fear flood you. Okay, so we've talked about uh, imagination. Um, how would you describe fear? 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, crippling. Absolutely. Absolutely. It can be crippling. Yeah, false evidence appearing real. Yeah. 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 It hasn't actually happened yet. It's fear. Yeah. 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 Anybody ever been fearful about something? (laughs) I think we can put a hand up to that. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yeah, and uh, and we've got a globe at the moment. Um, there were a lot of people just under fear. Yeah. They are, they are under fear. There's no, I don't think. Well, I don't know. It's early in my lifetime. I can say I don't think I've ever seen f- such fear uh, in the the globe um, as there is at the moment um, across so many people. Uh, and so I'm like, okay. What do we need to fix our mind on if we're constantly fixing our mind on something going bad? Or are we fixing our mind on actually all who came to Jesus were healed? You will walk on snakes and scorpions, you'll crush them under your feet and nothing shall in any way do you harm. You'll drink deadly poison. Um, So... Again, fear and faith. I don't know if if the the opposite sides of the spectrum, but certainly if we start to look in terms of things going getting worse and that being severely detrimental to us, or do we start to think in terms of faith of what could be at this time and in this moment? You know, our mind will want to go this way, especially when it's been bombarded. But can we take it that way? Can we take our imagination that way? See, I. I've, um, I've debated, I've talked to this through with a lot of pastors over the years, um, and pretty much every time I've had a really in-depth conversation about it, uh, most pastors have concluded um, with me that, fa- that fear is actually one of the primary entrance points for the enemy, mm. causing all manner of havoc in people's lives. Yeah. And I, I actually believe it's the, the key to the book of Job. Because what did Job say? He said that, yeah, that which I have greatly feared has come upon me. I I think it's a massive key um, to Job. And I look at what I have wrestled with in my life, and I think, wow, a lot of that has come out of fear. A lot of that has come out of fear. So uh, I I like to, for myself, go on a journey to identify if there's fear starting to sneak in. Why? Why? Where's it coming? Mm-hmm. Where's the entrance point um, of that? And I know that as a church, you, you're, um, you're very good at that, and there's, uh, there's people in this church that can speak on that a lot better than I um, can. And I encourage you, um, I really do encourage you with that aspect of fear, uh, to identify it and then go, okay, I'm actually going to look, and I'm going to fill my mind with truth, I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to write on my imagination. I'm going to start to speak in tongues and and allow him to to write on my mind uh, rather than going down a a fear track. Because a a fear can be a bit like a spiral, can't it? Yeah. Once you get into it, it it will um, pull you down. Yeah. Yeah. And if you let, you know, come to God with it and ask God, I need to hear from you on this. He'll often give you the rumor word and he'll often give you something from the Bible as well. You know, they, like if you're worried about business, that you know God will pro- provide all of my needs, and then you go and look back in. I think it's Genesis where um, was it Abraham went out? I think it was Abraham? Or was it Jacob? He went out and planted his fields in a famine, and um, pr- and, and reaped a hundredfold, hundredfold, and in a, went in a from famine. there to being a very prosperous man. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like it's yeah, letting that letting God lead you with it. 
rather than going down that fear of, oh my goodness, this is happening and inflation's happening and, you know, all these things that we, we're bombarded with, is what's God saying? What's happening in his kingdom? Because as ambassadors, we actually live by the kingdom of God's finances, the kingdom of God's provision in every area of our life. Any, any questions or thoughts um, on where we've come to so far? You've all, uh, you've all gone very quiet. <laughs> yeah. Brain's full. <laughs> nice. I can understand that at this, at this point. Mm-hmm. Look, I don't want to talk too much more on um, imagination and I don't want to talk too much on fear, but I hope at this point that what we've done is we've brought something to the surface that I think a lot of believers don't really bring it to the surface and think about enough. Um, And that is our imagination, the Mm. power of it, it's a gift, it's a tool, and what are we filling it with? Mm. If you go out of this tonight, conscious of that, I'm happy. (laughs) I'm really happy. And then I hope we've given you a few ideas in terms of how to feed that um, imagination how to think on things that are noble. Does anyone want to ask any questions on that aspect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're directed in the in the right way. And yeah. again, it's that intention, isn't it? It's that intention of going, okay, imagination. I need you to go to work for me now. Yeah. And then catching it when it's going to work against you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being conscious of it. Another thought is actually getting yourself into a space where you can imagine. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You're actually setting space. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. yeah. And even like reading books that inspire you to certain things, that someone else is, is doing something that, that you want to um, step into. You know, reading those books, watching those those things that will, um, yeah, inspire you and that someone else is doing already and go, yeah, they can do it. So therefore, I'm in God. I can, you know, I can grow in this too. Yeah. If we input beads we'll get jewelry if we input lego we'll get a cool creation if we input sand we'll get sand castles if we input mud we'll get mud pies uh, if we ingre- input uh, the ingredients for a cake hopefully we'll get a cake <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's what we've input into our imagination is what our imagination is going to go go and work with um, mm-hmm. yeah cool okay uh, so that's um, that's pretty much the imagination aspect that um, yeah where we wanted to wrap up with. We just want to share a few thoughts in terms of now taking the information that you've got and using it. Um, and um, you know, the <laughs> Jesus said to the disciples, "Do not leave Jerusalem until you have received."
power from on high. And that came through the form of the Holy Spirit uh, coming upon uh, people. Um, now, we've talked ab about knowing our identity as our platform. We've talked about what is our authority, how to operate in our authority by speaking, but before speaking to seeing in order that we release it. And then we've stepped back another step there and said, okay, what is it that we're filling that kind of powerhouse and imagination with? So that then when we come to that place where we're seeing it, it's giving us good information so that we're speaking it and we're seeing it become a reality, substance that we've been feeding back there with the Spirit of God then releasing and becoming a reality on earth. Uh, so we've kind of come come this way, we've got a little bit deeper, and then I just want to take it back that way. But I want to remind you that as we go through this life, Jesus did not give us a formula. He gave us a part of the Godhead to be our helper. He gave us the Holy Spirit to be our helper. Um, and so a few examples of that, you know, again, I said, uh, you look at Jesus and the way that he would pray for different people for healing or for a breakthrough from, from them, there were all different methods. Sometimes he'd say, go and show yourself. Sometimes he'd just, he'd just do it right there and then. Sometimes he'd lay a hand on them. Sometimes he would speak uh, to them. Sometimes he would stick mud in their eyes. Sometimes he would say, stand up. He was doing it in relationship with the Holy Spirit and the leading. Um, and so I want to encourage you as you go out and you start to be more, uh, you start to take this information and be intentional with it, is do it in relationship with the Holy Spirit. Do it in relationship with the Holy Spirit. There are certain times where when I go for, like, I try to, I've tried to train myself now, is that when I'm going and I'm praying for somebody for healing, I'm listening to what is the Holy Spirit saying. And sometimes I'll find myself praying for somebody, and before I say anything else, I'm just saying, Father, I thank you that all that came to Jesus were healed. Father, I thank you that the same Spirit that rose Christ from the dead dwells within me. Father, I thank you for your incomparably great power that rose Christ. Lord, that power is like the mighty strength you exerted when you rose Christ from the air. And I just I find myself just starting to build a picture. And it's maybe not necessarily for myself, but it's for the person that's being prayed for. And then there's other times where I'm just like, Father, I just pray for healing right now in Jesus' name. Father, I take authority over all the enemy's power. Father, I just break off a spirit of infirmity. I'm always looking for what is the Holy Spirit saying. I, I, I suspect I suspect Jesus rubbed mud in someone's eyes because he wanted to offend something. He wanted to d almost distract them so that the mind wasn't, you know, working against the person that was trying to that he wanted to see healed. I don't know. That, that's just my suggestion. Um, but certainly, he was very intentional about doing things in different ways. Um, and so, I would, um, yeah, I would encourage you um, with that. Uh, I'd encourage you as you're praying for things to be seeing it, to be really intentional about seeing it, to be training your mind on seeing it. And then I'd, be uh, I'd encourage you to speak words and command healing to come. Um, you know, I, I, 
I challenge people now, I, and I, I'm, I'm getting probably a little more forthright with this, about just pleading with God for something. It's kind of like, um, you know, when I, I took Janet's car out today to go and to buy something, and I, you know, I came out of the store and, you know, I didn't ring her up and I say, oh, Jay, I need to get back to your place. Uh, because she would have gone, we'll use the car. Yeah, 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 true, 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 true. Yeah, but I need to get back to your place. You know, can you, can you, can you sort of way out? She's like, Chris, I've given you my car. I was like, yeah, yeah, that was great. That was awesome. And uh, yeah, but I need to get back to your place. She's like, Chris, take the key that I have given you, put it in the car and drive back to my place. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Why? Because she's given me the key. She's already made the way. And, uh, and God has made the way. He's given us the keys. In fact, it says it's his pleasure to give us the keys to the kingdom. It's his pleasure to give the keys to a kingdom. So he's given us the tools and the resources to help a broken world. Now, yes, we do that in relationship with him. But we don't have to be pleading with him to come and heal somebody or to come and heal us. Yes, we do it in relationship. But we can, because we are sons and daughters of the king and we're about his business, we can lay hands on the sick and we say, in Jesus' name, I command healing. Or I release healing right now. Mm. That's, that's what he's given to us. We don't need to build a case. <laughs> Sometimes at prayer meetings, you not in this church, obviously. Um, you, get, you get this, you just, oh, Father, we, 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 just, we just bring Mary to you tonight, Lord. You know Mary, Lord. She's, she lives down the road. And, and Mary, you know, she just she just does so much for the church. She's just always here at the working bees. And, 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 and Father, yeah, she takes in those kids. And Father, we just pray for Mary, Lord. We just pray healing for Mary. What, what are we doing? God wants Mary healed just as much as we do. We don't need to plead. We're not beggars. Yeah. We're actually part of the royal family. And we've been given the keys to the kingdom. And so, yeah, absolutely. Let's pray for Mary. <laughs> let's pray, pray for Mary. But let's not diminish our place or the place that God's given us. You know, <laughs> you ever, ever had a, given someone a gift and they've not really wanted to take it? Yeah. Does it make you feel cool? <laughs> You know, so you're trying to give someone a gift and like, you know, this is really important for you to, you, you feel really good. And then, but you go away feeling, oh, didn't, you know, they didn't really want to take it. I sometimes wonder if we're a bit like that with God, where he's like, I've given you a gift, just go and use it. <laughs> just go and use it. Um, yeah, honor we, it. We don't need to convince God to do something. Sometimes we feel like if only we can show him how deserving this person is of healing, but actually... Jesus has done it already. And I, and I think I probably, you know, I go after this one a little bit more because, man, I, I, I did that far too much. <laughs> <laughs> I did that far too much. <coughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, another thought with all this healing, and for ourselves especially, is um, like our thinking when it comes to sickness. Like maybe you wake up in the morning with a sore throat, and you're like, oh, that's right. I think Bertha had a sore throat yesterday. I must have got this off her. Oh, man, she was, and she's been sick for a long time. And, you know, like our brains can start going down this track. And it's almost like we start feeding it ourselves. Like, I've done this, so, I, you know, I can, I can, I, I, I can speak for this. Um, and just going, hang on a minute. No, Jesus has paid the price. It's like, no, I don't want your sore throat. 
And so for me, something I've found helpful is to go, I reject you. I actually accept, I, I accept health. I reject you, sore throat. I'm not having you. And actually being really assertive with that stuff when it tries to come on you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And don't feel bad if sickness tries to come on you because, you know, like weeds grow up in the ground. Even though you weed your garden every week, the weeds still try and grow. Yeah. So just see it as that and just pull it out. Yeah. 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 Bruce and I live in a tension every day with, uh, you know, a family member that we want to see totally healed and we count every little miracle we mm-hmm. see. We, we, we live in that tension. We live in that tension. We don't beat ourselves up over it. Uh, the greatest thing someone said to me um, in the very early days, I said, Chris, because of uh, that situation in your family, that does not diminish your right to lay hands on mm. the sick and see yeah. them recover. Yeah. It's my birthright. It's my birthright. So, yeah, I, I hope you don't think that, you know, I'd hate someone to go away and think that we are heartless towards sickness or, you yeah. know, we, we certainly, we certainly, um, yeah, we know what it's like to, yeah. to, to walk um, that road as well. Yeah. And, we, and with, like, with the kids, I've said, look, if you're feeling sick, I'm really happy to pray for you because I know what it's like when you're tired and you're like, oh, you know, having to stand against something yourself. That it's you know it's okay to do that, so you don't feel like oh no I'm getting sick I need to hide that you know just yeah. I this w- this year, I would have had more viruses come against me than I have ever experienced in any other year of my life, mm. without doubt. In fact, I would say uh, in the past couple of months it's almost been like a weekly affront, mm. where yeah. I just start to feel the initial part of a virus. Um, and I'm just like, man, what is with this? <laughs> um, and so, and, and you know, it's just moving. Can, do I go down that fear road? Yeah. Do I go, yeah, well, it's been going through a few staff members. Do, do I allow my imagination, do I allow fear to, 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 to start to give entrance way? And I tell you what, I, I have proven this. I, I have, for myself, I have proven this. If I focus on it, I will mm. go down. Yeah. I will, yeah. no doubt, I will go down with it. Um, but if I can turn and I can, and if I can look at faith and I can yeah. fill my mind with the scriptures, then I can normally see that thing push back and off my body and out of, out of the... So I, I want to give you that hope mm-hmm. um, yeah. if you feel like this year you've just been hit by virus after virus after virus. Um, yeah. It's never too, you know, now's a good time. Now's a good time to just start. And if one gets through, don't beat yourself up. Yeah. Just go the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Or just go this one. You know, I I like to say to the enemy, you want to have a go at me? It's going to be pretty unpleasant for you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to focus on Jesus. <laughs> you, you're going to get beaten up as I am going to be praying. I'm going to be praying hard out. And not only will I be praying that I am healed, but I will be praying total destruction over you and mm-hmm. you're not going to anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, should, uh, I think as Christians we should be the most miserable place for a virus to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a, um, a ministry that I listen to some of this stuff from, and they have this declaration that I am a German virus graveyard because <laughs> I am a temple of the Holy Spirit, so his life lives in me, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's just a cool picture, isn't it? So yeah. even if, you know, even if one does get, get through the defences, 
then just be like, well, you're going to have a miserable time. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there is anything wrong with taking great pleasure in beating a virus up, okay? One time I think we should be totally comfortable with beating things up. I, I look at how Jesus handled the devil. He was not kind to the devil. He was brutal. He was brutal. Cool. Awesome. Okay. I think that's that's about all we have. You've exhausted us. I mean, you've taken... <laughs> We've given you everything out that we that we have. If, if we say any more words from here, who knows what it'll be? Um, look, let's um, let's just let's just put into into practice some of what we have done. We've, we have got a little bit of time, um, and so let's let's pray for some people. Let's just pray for some people. If there's an area in your body right now where you're like, I would like healing for this, just lift lift your hand. Obviously, we're going to get people to come and pray for you. Awesome. Cool. Yep. Awesome. Okay, cool. Now, if those people want to stand, and then if we can get sort of two or three people gather around them, and what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take you through this, okay? Just going to take you through this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, good chance if you if you want to if you want to mm-hmm. practice laying hands on people, just go and gather around one of those people now. Mm. Yeah, would that work better? Do you want to? Do you want to? Um, yeah, maybe we'll just come come out the front. Okay. If you, if you need healing, just come out the front. We'll just get those people out the front first. Cool. Awesome. And now just come and, come and gather around. Awesome. Okay, so uh, so first thing I want you to do is I just want um, have we got two or three people get just put your hand up again if you if you're looking for the team 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 sport. Yep, yep. Okay, so maybe just 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 come around the front, just come around the front of these people so that you can see them, engage with them. Cool. Okay, so just ask the person. What is the area that they would like healing in? Just a very quick. Cool. Yep. Yep, cool. Okay. So just stop just stop and listen to me for a sec. So something that I found really helpful is when I'm asking someone if, um, you know, if they want healing uh, for an area. At this moment, my job is to partner with God and see them healed, okay? Um, and so I encourage people just to say quickly what it is that they're praying for. I, I don't want to know the, the history necessarily. There is a time and a place for that, Absolutely. I'm not saying that that's not always, but in a situation like this, we're here, we want to we want to pray for this person for healing. So just like, uh, I'm just looking for the information. And if they start to tell me a bit of a story, I say, that's awesome. Okay, I'm just going to stop you there. I just want to really pray and partner with heaven right now for your healing. Okay? Because the other thing I'm trying to do is protect myself and protect 
uh, my imagination and thoughts. And I, right now, I, I don't want them being filled with, with the story of how things haven't worked in the past. I just want to, I want to protect that at the moment. I don't want that unbelief for me to start to, to crowd around. Um, that's my deal, and I'm just trying to protect myself from it. Um, and so, yeah, so that's the first thing. Okay, cool. So now you've heard from the person. Um, and so now this is a point where I'm just asking the Holy Spirit, okay, how specifically you, do you want me to pray for this? What we're going to do tonight is we're going to go down what I think is just a general thread of where I, where I will go. And so the first thing I'm focusing now on is Holy Spirit, just I, I want to fill my mind with this person being healed. So I'm just like, okay, Holy Spirit, you know, my imagination, I'm just, I'm drawing on it. Okay, if they've said an arm, I might be pulling on a past testimony, but I'm really trying to get my mind focused on that. I'm getting my mind, even if I'm not praying this out, I'm getting my mind focused on all that came to Jesus were healed. I'm thinking, man, it's, it's been awesome, the number of people that I have, been se- have seen healed. Wow, here, here, here comes another one. So I'm really starting to fill my, my mind and my imagination with those thoughts. Okay, so in a moment, I'm just going to invite you to do that. And then what I want you to do is start to just speak out and declare healing over them. Again, be listening to the Holy Spirit, what to pray. But the end result we're going for is this person being healed. Okay? Okay, so there, just take a moment, just fill your, uh, allow your thoughts to center on this person being healed. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And now when you're ready, just start to declare it out. Start to speak it out. Father, we thank you for your healing power here tonight, Lord. We thank you for the power of our words. We thank you we're created in your image. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, you're a good God. You're a good God. You're a good God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Cool. Cool. Okay. Just um, just pause there. Just pause there and just check in with them. Just check in with them if there's uh, if there's any difference. Oh, sorry, buddy. Sorry. That was that was where it was coming, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a moment. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Okay. Okay, if um just just pause here. I see some groups you are so into it and focused and that is awesome. That is awesome. You're just like Chris, we're ignoring you now. We are going for healing. And I uh, I I admire that. That's that's awesome. Okay. If you need to pray again. If you know, pray again. Uh, then, then do it. 
something I just want to pick up in the room. Um, I reckon you can move it up a gear from you know, not being in passivity to actually not. I've got authority over all the enemy's power. I've got authority over the enemy's power, and I'm speaking to this thing now. I'm expecting this thing to move and to shift. I want to invite you to engage in that way. I want to encourage you to engage uh, with that. So if you need to pray a second time, just go, go with that. Just yeah. really hit and, this thing. Hit and, this thing. This is might, sickness. We want people free. You might already know this, but also speak to the, the thing that needs to go and tell it to go, and yep. then to whatever you want the body to do, speak to that, you know, like, like if it's like a weak leg or something like that, and you say, leg, you are strong and healthy, you function perfectly. Yeah, good. So whatever it is, you speak yep. to it, tell it, command it what to do. Cool. Awesome. Go for it. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Whew. Man, the Spirit of God is here to heal. It's awesome. Whoa. Whoa. Thank you, Lord. 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 Whoa. Thank you, Lord. Okay, okay, okay. Let's just um, let's just wrap uh, wrap things up there. If um, yeah, just check in with the person again. Just check in with the person again. And... All righty. Now just go and um, go and, go and find your seat again.
Um, another we thought for people is that if you're praying for someone and nothing is shifting or it's getting worse or a, if it's a pain and it's moving around the body, um, it can be worthwhile just finding out the spirit of infirmity as well and then praying in again. Yep. Cool, cool. Um, anybody want to lift their hand and say, yeah, there was, there was something significant that just happened for me uh, when I was praying for them? Yeah. Awesome. Well, two, 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 three, four, five. Awesome. Six. Mm. That's awesome. <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm teaching you guys to suck eggs here. I mean, <laughs> I know this church you're already you're already moving in it, um, and um, yeah, I hope I hope what we've done is just put a mo- bit more fuel on the fire. Um, and just give a few extra uh, thoughts around there. And obviously, we pulled that just back to healing. But you know what we've been yeah. talking about here is identity, our authority, operating in our authority, harnessing the power of our imagination for all aspects of our life. Um, and so, yeah, don't, don't uh, yeah, yeah, I would hate don't, just to go away and think this was that. about healing. You know, take yeah. this away, apply this to your business, apply this to your classroom, apply this to your yeah. sports field, uh, wherever, you, wherever you find um, the sphere of influence that you are in is your mission field. Yeah, yeah. cool. Anywhere you see lack, you can speak into it because God is the God of abundant provision in everything. So, yeah. Just start imagining what God wants to do in your classroom, in the library, wherever. Yeah. Also yeah. something to, sorry, too, um, is if you pray for someone and they're, like, I want people to be really honest. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah, where I'm definitely. at, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I've seen enough healings now. I'm like, I, I want brutal honesty. Because yeah. uh, that then gives me the playing field for what I'm dealing with, and you know, um, and then I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, what am I missing? What else can I catch here? What 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 more do I need to do? Um, but also, I, I will always send someone away now um, by saying, I'm just going to keep believing with you for that healing, gonna, and, and and I'm going to pray for, and I'm going to believe for a progressive healing um, for them. Um, and I don't say to people, I'll pray for them unless I'm going to pray for them. Yeah. Um, and so at that time I will pray for a progressive healing. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I got no time to forget, mm-hmm. but I am, I'm sending them away, but I'm sending them also away with a hope and a picture uh, yeah. of something to keep, keep going, going after. Yeah. yeah. And another, I think we talked about this the other day, but even saying Holy Spirit's still working in you as well, I'm believing that you're going to see the complete thing of this. Yeah. Because when you say that, it actually takes the pressure off them. They don't need to get themselves healed. Holy Spirit does it. Because we don't want you or them to get into a place of striving mm. either. Yeah. yeah that's good. But that's a cool way. Five, five six people six here people. tonight yeah. significantly impacted. Why? Did, did you I didn't lay hands on anyone. <laughs> you guys did it. You yeah. did it. You, you took it and you ran with it and you did it. Um, as you have been as a church, keep doing that. Yeah. Keep doing yeah. that. There is a healing movement that is upon us. Yeah. Was, yeah. 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 There is. Yeah. I'll speak prophetically for a moment and, uh, and then we're wrapping it up. Mm-hmm. But there is a healing movement that is upon us 
and it is going to shift and it is going to multiply and it is going to go exponential as the priesthood of believers take a hold of it. And we see the priesthood of believers activated like we have never, ever seen in the globe to this point in time. Yeah. 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 And so... As we have been going through the country, God has been strengthening that and to the point now where we are speaking it out, we are declaring it, and we are encouraging, we are equipping people to go and do the work of the kingdom. Uh, and so you guys have come out. I want to commend you. You've given up two evenings. You get up two evenings, plus you, you put up with us on Sunday morning. <laughs> and, uh, and so I want to encourage you. You've made this investment. Keep building on it. Keep building upon it, and uh, and the return on this investment, man. When you walk into heaven or he comes back, it's gonna be like, hey, dad, <laughs> look, look, yeah. uh, and that's gonna be a great moment. Okay. Yeah, because this is something that we don't need to wait for. This is for now. Yeah. And like I think Jesus said, the kingdom of God is within you. Like it's there, and rivers of living water flow from us as well. So we just get to partner with him right now. Father, we seal the work of the Holy Spirit, what you have done in each person's heart over these three sessions. We seal it. This is God work. This is God business. We hedge it and we protect it. We say to the enemy, get out. Go. You are not welcome in this area. Your lies, your, de- your deceit, your deception, you think you can follow this through. We break your power. We command you to flee right now in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you for a continual flow of revelation, Lord, to each person who has been here. We thank you, Father, for them seeing things in the Scriptures that they've never seen before. We thank you for them picking up the right books and devouring the right books that take them on that next step and that next phase. Father, we thank you for divine connections coming, people that they feel comfortable with to cross the chicken line and to give healing a go. Father, we thank you for your uh, spirit reminding them of when they're facing a situation in the workplace, when they're facing a situation in their business, when they're facing a situation in their family. Lord, who they are their authority, and then the Spirit rising within them and then speaking into these things and seeing your kingdom come and your will be done. We thank you for that, Holy Spirit. We pray this in your awesome and mighty name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Bless you guys.